Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Business Boys. Uh, this is episode number 83, and with me, as always, is my main man, Spence. How you doing? I'm doing episode 83. This this might be the best mood I've been in since we started oh. doing the podcast, like, at this time slot, because uh, starting a little vacation for a week, and I'm sipping on a gin and tonic with a lime. So I'm just feeling great right now. Life is good. Mm. Coming back to Montreal. Uh, it's going to be a good time. Going to get to see you, which is always a good time. And yeah, I'm just uh, I'm happy today. How about you? Very nice. Very nice. I'm good. I got uh, I got some drinks also. Uh, first off, uh, I'd like to start off uh, my drink of the day slash the podcast with a, 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 an apology. Mm. Um, you messaged me about a week to a week and a half ago about placing a bet on the Bucks to come back in the series down 0-2. And I went on an absolute rip fest on <laughs> Coach Bud and the Bucks, And I'm still standing by the fact that I think Coach Bud is probably the worst coach in NBA Finals history. Yeah, but he's I, useless. I took out some fucking tequila. So I'm going to give you two shots of tequila right here for probably uh, losing you a few, uh, few shekels. So here we go. Respect, dude. But but I think you actually saved me money. I was looking at betting like Suns and Six or Suns and Seven, so it wouldn't have come through either way. Ah, see. I was ma- I was looking at the Bucks uh, to win the series too, but anyways, uh, I did enjoy it. It was fun having no money on it. And uh, yeah, I, I guess maybe some final takeaways. Like I, I thought it was a pretty damn good finals. It was all in all. Um, no douchebags. No, I mean, I'm I'm really happy for Giannis. He he was just a beast and well deserved champion. Uh, the Suns were there, man, in in games in game six. Like Chris Paul, I thought played really well, and Devin Booker just wasn't hitting shots. And I yeah. think that's kind of it, right? He had good looks. He just yeah, know. they just couldn't line it up at the end of the day. And and Giannis was just hitting every everything. <laughs> Everything, man. Threes, <laughs> sixteen to seventeen from the line. He had, Impressive. I think, he had five blocks, but he also had like four goal tens, which were like some of them were debatably b- blocks. He was just, <laughs> just swatting everything. Everything. And yeah, um, it was a a good final. I I quite enjoyed it. Thoroughly. Enjoyed and I got it. Um, the other drink I got here to wash down. I'm a, I'm a Mexican boy today. I had the tequila. And then I'm washing, uh, washing it down with. Uh, it's a little representative. This delicious cerveza from Mexico. Uh, also, the same name as my new uh, altcoin uh, crypto investment, Soul, which oh, is I a fantastic Sol. beer. Yeah, many. Some say not many. Some say superior to Corona, and uh, it's definitely a close call. I would, I would say so also. Like, mm. especially with, like, Sol Lime, I think Sol takes the cake. Yeah, yeah. We went through a good Sol phase uh, in my early 20s. Love a good, good time. cerveza. Yeah. Love this IPA craft beer shit. Just <laughs> pure straight drinkability. I've been going crazy on the seltzers and that lately. Like, I had, like, a 12-pack of White Claw in my fridge all last week. The mix pack. Nice. Uh, I'm loving the, the Coors Seltzer Mango. Which oh, yeah. I don't know if it's just in the States or here too, but their Coors Seltzer is going to be no more. They're di- disco. 
Oh, really? I like the yeah. Bud Light seltzers are pr- kind of similar, though, no? I mean, different. I haven't had those. Yeah, they taste pretty similar, I, I find. Yeah, it's just in the U.S. Molson Coors discontinues Coors seltzer in the U.S. But here we got to protect those water, that water, you know? You know what beer I thought of the other day that I I think is discontinued by Molson was the the Molson M. I feel like that was like a two-year stint. Yo, we loved that too, eh? It was a little heavy. It was a good two years, but I don't know why I I thought about it the the other day, but I don't think it's around anymore. I haven't seen it. <laughs> um, I haven't seen it. Yeah. Now without uh, without the NBA Finals, all we got left. I mean, I'm not a baseball guy, but we got the Olympics uh, creeping their their sneaky little heads around. Um, got no. I guess the first big like every Olympics has its scandal, and I don't know if you would even call this a fucking scandal or what. But uh, there was this big thing about the anti. Have you heard about the anti-sex Olympic beds? Oh yeah, I saw those bad boys. Uh, so yeah, apparently made out of cardboard. I saw some pictures. Yeah, they they're cardboard made and, and all this stuff, and people are like, oh, they're so flimsy. Um, and like they're specifically so that you don't have sex on them because Olympic athletes go through hundreds of thousands of condoms after the Olympics. But like some Scottish guy posted like a video of him just like pounding, jumping on the bed and like it was totally fine. And uh, we talked to our uh, to our insider at uh, in Beijing and he said uh, it's just uh, it's just a media thing and the beds are, are comfortable and good to go. Okay, yeah, that's that's what I was wondering. If they weren't comfortable, I would be pissed off as an athlete. But like, yeah. how stupid are they, man? These are some of the best athletes in the world. You think they need some sort of like tempurpedic mattress to bone? Like, they're gonna do it like standing up, upside down, ninety degrees on one leg. Like, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. they're not there, track beds. and field like swimmers. I, think you get some, like, I wonder if like like there's no way like Kyrie like there's no way like whoever the JaVale McGee is fucking sleeping in one of those. Yeah, he might need two, like lengthwise. <laughs> this is a seven footer. <laughs> They're special ones. Man. I forgot JaVale was on the team. What a hero. Yeah, they like called him up. Uh very surprising. By the and way, you I also like that... France to cover that first game against the US. Uh, I think they're like plus twelve, if you can oh. find it. Because France is a good team. I think they have like Rudy Gobert, Clint Capella, some uh, Evan Fournier. They got like an NBA team, and the U.S. is like, you know, this is ex like it's this tournament seating. Like the team yeah, hasn't well, really practiced U- together. Like I think it might just take them a little time. Yeah, and uh, did you see that uh, Devin Booker took a had to take like a nineteen hour flight with fucking Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton? Yeah, it's rough. That's <laughs> it's rough. It's awkward, but uh, they're probably chill now. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, what was the other big thing? Uh, I, I know us, we're a couple swimming boys over here. I heard Karen Schell moved over to uh, the Polish swimmers uh, admin sector. Uh, but Polish swimmer, they had to send home like six swimmers because they made like an administrative mistake. And there was like six swimmers who thought they were competing in the Olympics who are actually not competing in the Olympics. So like, they literally like landed in fucking, they landed there and then had to go home. I don't get how it happens. I don't fucking understand either, but 
like, pretty the trials bad. and qualify in like no months beforehand. But this Olympics seems like a mess. There's like COVID outbreaks and scares now. Japan is fucking in lockdown. It's just does yeah. I I have no clue what's going on really. It's already started. Apparently, women's softball is going on. Softball. You see some of the sports they added this year, man. There's like no. There's like wall climbing. It's rock climbing, like the stuff you can do in the YMCA. Yeah, fucking go to the Rockies, man. <laughs> I think skateboarding's in there too now and and stuff. I don't like judge sports. No, me neither. But rock climbing, I I don't know. I gotta see it first, but I don't know. Anyways, anyways, man, we get. We got a bunch of business news. Let's uh, hop into something. Let's get let's get um, it going a little bit. Uh, you want to talk about Bezos's penis rocket launching into space? <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, he, I think he watched Austin Powers, the first and the second one, decided to emulate that exact scene. I mean, all rockets kind of look like a, a Johnson, but this one really had the uh, the tip on the, the head. head yeah. <laughs> <laughs> had that mushroom real fucking uh, elaborate yeah i mean so these billionaires are obsessed with like going to space and that's like their hobby uh, where you and i would chug a beer and see who could finish faster they're trying to see who can go further into space so we had richard branson launch on the virgin galactic vss unity uh ship last week I think he didn't like technically go into space. He went 50 miles above the earth. There's this uh, line, the Carmen line. That's like the official like start of outer space, apparently. But even that's up for debate. So it's stupid. And then Bezos like went like, I don't know, like a few hundred meters past that line just to say he went into space. Like a little bit above um, Richard Branson, but he was like beefing with him that he actually went to space. But anyways, both of them but like, shot how, up but like, down. Like, what do they see? Like, do they see shit? Or like... <laughs> I think he tweeted, Bezos tweeted, like, a photo of, like, check out the view. You can't beat the view from up, from up here. And it was just, like, like blurry, like, nothing. Like, it looked like smog, you know? <laughs> I'm Googling it. Yeah. But, but Bezos went with his brother, who looks kind of like him, like, big bald guy. He went with like an 82-year-old woman, Wally Funk, great name. Um, I think she was like supposed to go back in the day on like the original shuttles, but like women weren't allowed. So that's pretty cool. But she's the oldest person to ever go into space. And the other guy on the flight was like an 18-year-old recent high school graduate. Yeah, I saw that because the other guy like had something. Yeah, that was like someone bid $28 million on it and then had like scheduling conflicts. Like, like what? Yeah, that's what I read. Some yeah, rich guy no, made twenty eight million. Is like, oh, something came up. I can't go to space today. My my wife doesn't want me to go. Yeah. <laughs> so this guy's like hedge fund dad or something bid for him to go. Just the randomest crew. Just random. Bezos comes comes out of the ship wearing a cowboy hat. Just inexplicable, really. Um, but yeah, they they're like super bullish on. Uh, space travel and that space tourism going forward and uh they think it like a lot of analysts and them included think it could be like a huge market so it seems really far-fetched and out there but it's definitely like something to keep an eye on like if it becomes 
more affordable, more easily, like easy for them to do and stuff. Um, even if you just like, I don't know, take like a fucking rocket if you need to fly to Tokyo and get there in like an hour, something like that. You don't actually go into space or, or something in something like that, you know? Yeah. I mean, there's enough smart, really rich people trying to trying to get into this and uh, accelerate space tourism. So I don't know, man, that, that's it's pretty damn cool. Yeah. And uh, as a side note, I recently uh, I was told to watch um, it's, it's on Amazon Prime. Yellowstone? Uh, it's, no, I haven't uh, okay, seen sorry. that. Sorry. It's called it's called um, fi- the C5, the fifth, the, the fifth element or what the fuck is it called? The fifth element? Uh, fuck, I'm going to tell you what it's called right now. Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. It's on Amazon that. Prime. It's about fucking aliens and how we're already making contact. Check it out. It's a fucking great watch, man. Okay. Is it a documentary? Yes. Like, it's like a, like a documentary. Like, it's like a dude, like, telling a story and then, like, scientific data backing it up. So, it's like, supposedly, like, the, the groups of people, they're all around the world. And they have some in Ontario. They have a group in Montreal, apparently, which I'm kind of down to check out. And... They claim to be to have been like interacting with like these alien life forms, and they believe that the way to do it is actually through. It's like our one connecting factor is our um, what's it called? Like our um, like awakeness kind of thing. I forget what the actual term is. Hashtag woke. Like our consciousness is how we are, and it's like they say like that's how they actually like travel and connect. It's through like thought and through our brain, which we've been told we've only used ten percent of it. So, hmm. um, yeah, very interesting. Um, Sounds trippy. Check it out. Yeah, super trippy. Nice. I'm gonna add that to my list. Um, I know I'm looking here, um, talking about fucked up shit. Uh, I know the gene editing has been a thing that's been more and more in the news. I think there's a company. Uh, there's this company called Intellia, which is making some news. And then there's also uh, CRISPR as well. Uh, I, I think you had some notes on that. I think CRISPR is like the technique they use. Okay. But yeah, it, it was like an experimental um, trial. I think it was only with six patients, though. So although the results are promising, I don't know how much you could take away. Um, but essentially, it was for like some sort of um something with like uh yeah an inherited liver disorder and it kind of showed like through it was like the first trial like successful trial of gene editing treatment and it showed like improvement like 87 percent or better 96 percent after the first month of getting like it's like reduces blood levels of this harmful protein it does it does, makes their liver better that that's that's what i said and they fucking alter the genes so um it was like super selective small sample size um, but this is obviously something like scientists and you've probably seen it on like your Apple news or some story pop up over the years, something that, uh, is getting more prevalent in today's society and going forward. And obviously it's good news, but I think still very early days, but pretty cool, man. Yeah. That's Just crazy fucking stuff. never going to die. And then there's, what was this? There's uh, there was two twins out of China. Uh, names, uh, what was it, Lulu and Nana. I'm not kidding. Lulu and Nana. 
and they had their genes modified to like uh, be immune to HIV. But supposedly, and I don't know exactly, they either someone inadvertently did it or someone did it on purpose. Um, help them like like change their brain to like be better at like cognitive shit like memorizing and learning and stuff like that um so now i'm sure these two girls are going to be track their whole lives and see what happens um i don't i don't remember so, reading about that is that recent looking uh, looking at an article now i don't know it's february no it's from a few years ago a couple of years ago i thought i remember i think we talked about it briefly it's very possible but i thought it was something different I just remember some scientist in China, something with twins. It could have been a completely different subject. Pretty crazy shit, man. Because that's where you get to that next level, like, like rich people can fucking alter their kids and make them, and like the separation just becomes insane. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're fucked if that happens. Yeah, I'm all right. (laughs) Just gotta save up now. (laughs) (laughs) Save hard. Uh, What else happened? Uh, Something I thought was pretty cool was uh, Zoom bought a cloud-based call center company called Five9, which I've been keeping sort of a distant eye on the past couple years. Uh, You know, I always go through its uh, quarterly conference call and it's earning numbers because i thought it was a pretty cool company and i think it's a pretty good deal for zoom man like obviously zoom probably the biggest beneficiary during the pandemic maybe Pornhub, but like probably zoom um i just amazing growth and now that stuff's reopening you know i think Zoom will be fine as a company, but I think, you know, kind of their growth going forward is going to really come crashing down back to earth. So they're kind of shelling out some money and uh, build out their ecosystem. So 5.9, from what I understand, um, first of all, they have 2,000 clients across the globe, like Under Armour, Lululemon, uh, based in California. And it's like a virtual contact center cloud platform. So... From what I understand, it, it kind of would allow maybe me and you, let's say we were starting our own company to set up like a customer service full on system for people working from home. And I'm sure you could even do that from an office too. It's just like a full, you know, CRM type thing, voice chat, email, web, social media, mobile, everything like that. So I think kind of integrating Zoom, integrating that with their like main product, which is uh, voice chat, voice communication. I think it makes sense. And they only paid a 13% premium. Um, it's kind of a small total end market, but I think it could be growing uh, going forward. And yeah, they didn't pay too much for it. It's an all stock deal and their stock's at an all time high. And the CEO of Five9 used to work with the CEO of Zoom at Cisco, I believe. They both... Oh. Yeah, I think they both left at the same time to start their respective companies. He's gonna stay on and run it. So um, I'm giving this one like a I'm giving this one an A. I think it's a fantastic acquisition by them. Five nine, fourteen point seven billion. Tried to buy six nine. It was a little too expensive. So they went with five nine. Great deal. 
and give them an A. Yeah, it's a very interesting company. Um, and I think it's something that, like, it's like a, it's, it's a space that is a bit, um, like, not, it's not the fucking best, right? Um, like, when you call, like, we, we see some of, like, the, the, fuck, what's the word I'm looking for? Man, I got my uh, vaccine a couple days ago. I'm a little loopy here, plus those two tequilas, man. I'm slow. Well, let's um, take a time out. Did you feel some side effects from vaccine, too? Uh, oh yeah, man. Oh, Me too. Yeah. Buddy. Like not, I, I was hurting. Like not like not like terrible. Like I didn't get a fever or anything, but uh, I've just been like like you know like the like the day after you have fever. Like I, it's kind of, kind of felt like that for a couple days. Did you get uh, Pfizer? I'm a Pfizer boy, so I got Moderna because that's all I had. I don't know if it matters, but. Uh, I woke up the next day. I was okay. My arm was sore. And then like midday, I just got like super lethargic and tired. Yeah. And uh, yeah, even the day after that, I'm fine now though. I think one day and then the next day is a bit okay. And then you're kind of back to normal. Yeah. Tomorrow I'll be back at it. As long as I'm ready to drink on Saturday, I don't give a (laughs) shit. By the way, beautiful day Saturday too, supposedly. Let's go. Yeah. Um, Uh, But anyways. Yeah. Sorry. No, you go. No, no, you're, you're talking. Yeah, so some of the issues that a lot of these like companies face when you're going through support, and I just went through it too. I just implemented Ring Central, and I was having problem with my HubSpot integration, and man, the the fucking support was garbage. And it's just because you realize you're talking to so many people, and you get um, what's the word? You get. Uh, like uh, elevated or, or pushed up the ladder, right? So if you're dealing with like a junior customer service and then you get pushed up to um, like the next, the next, like to a manager. And then I got, I got fucking elevated. I, the word I forget, but up all the way up to the creator of the integration. And it's just like, you keep having to repeat the same information um, you know, you're resharing videos or, or content say, Oh, can you show me a video of why this isn't working? And it just makes the support process fucking long. So like when you're dealing with these like customer experience and you can actually bang out, you know, 150 more calls a day to, to for support, it makes it so much more efficient for your company. But it's it, it requires so much flow of information, so much seamless communication between like the different agents. So I see this as, as huge for a company like like Zoom to be able to get into that space because they're going to be able to integrate both Zoom and Five9 and make it kind of more uh, of like a, a full experience. And then I've seen companies like even when I when I signed on to Ring Central, they have I mean, Ring Central is a phone. It's like a, it's a VoIP phone system. But like through like it, what is it similar to Five Nine kind of, or is it mainly just focused on the phone system? I think I, I imagine that so Ring Central probably does something very similar to Five Nine, but Ring Central is like you can probably use it for a smaller company as just your phone. Where Five Nine, I imagine, I don't know what their pricing is, um, but like they, they, it's probably more integrated to like a, like a full call center. Right, right? right. Whereas like you can use Rig Central for just like an office, you know, whereas like I probably wouldn't use five nine for just an office. But what's interesting is Ring Central being a VoIP system actually uses like a rebranded version of Zoom. So if I want to have like a video call with someone from my team or someone externally to like a sales call or just like a, you know, a five, like a four o'clock meeting, I can like they just have like a rebranded Zoom, but it is Zoom based. 
So if I start a video call with someone, it's Zoom. So I imagine they're doing something similar with Five9 where it's actually they're purchasing them versus just having like an integrated partnership. Yeah, because I know Zoom has a product like Zoom Phone. It's like a cloud calling product. It hasn't. I don't think mm-hmm. it's like really taken off yet, though. So I guess this this might be like they might be like direct competitors eventually. Zoom probably and, Zoom and uh, Ring Central. I'd I'd imagine so. And then, um, yeah, like Zoom. It's looking like like with this move, they're getting more and more ingrained into the office, where you can probably just say like, "Cool, I'm on Zoom." That's our. It's like same like same like teams. You can just have teams, right? And they right. do have like a calling system and, and all that shit. Um, so it's it's kind of like a more of like an all in one. So very 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 interesting. Yeah, and we've seen Salesforce kind of do deals like this, right? I mean, much bigger company, but similar right. space, similar kind of deals. Yeah, because up up to now, Zoom is just like a thing you you use for meetings, right? Like. But it's not like you can just have Zoom and be done with it, which is looking like they're making some moves to be able to do that. Maybe they get, maybe they get a little partnership with uh, HubSpot going or another like a rival CRM and start making some serious damage. Who knows? Exactly. And, and Zoom, like, I think when most people think of Zoom, they're just thinking like, oh, during the pandemic, I used it to like hang out and have a glass of wine with my friends, but. Zoom's really captured like the enterprise, a lot of the enterprise uh, clientele. So this just like keeps like you got to think of them more like Salesforce and Microsoft. I think now like it's not just like an app to like play virtual beer pong with like we did. Yeah, no, no, yeah, and I think they do like like I when I'm not on Zoom, I use uh, fucking Google Meet, which is shit. It's absolute garbage, and like it's not like completely horrible. Like it works, you know, but. I think with Zoom, it's just way more, especially when you're having like an interactive meeting where like I'll be on a Zoom call with someone. What's great is like I could just share sound. So like we have like an 11 o'clock meeting every Friday where we just do work from 11 to 12. Like but like we hang out together, we're working from home and like I'll just play music in the background, but I don't need to share my screen. But you can like share your audio when I'm doing like call reviews with SDRs. It's like, okay, let's listen. I can like share the call. Like we can listen it together over Zoom. You can like highlight stuff. You can like, you can like score, like do some drawing. You can annotate, which is cool. So like if you're doing a brainstorm session, you can put like a blank, like a blank, like page of your PowerPoint and you can actually like have people write or comment or, or draw on a board, right? Or choose stuff. Um, you can do, you can do like uh, questionnaires and everything. So it just makes for a more interactive meeting, which almost makes it better than, than in person, you know? That's true. No disagreement here, man. I, <laughs> I love working from home. I never, <laughs> ever want to go back to an office. No, I, um, you, I read this article and I uh, thought I should bring it up because uh, you and I used to be quite fond of Subway back in university. But uh, supposedly there was like some New York Times article that uh, there was like a lab report that found that zero uh, percent of the tuna in Subway's tuna sandwiches—it's it, like zero percent actual tuna. Which seems there's no amplifiable tuna DNA present in a lab sample, which seems ridiculous. Uh, Subway like refuted it, but. Uh, you know, they're going with like a full menu relaunch. It's only in the U.S. right now, but it'll trickle down to Canada. Uh, man, they've had the same menu forever. It's the same shit. 
because I still get Subway like four times a year. You know, I just Com- combine des viandes froides, man. No, the cold cut combo is is forever dead to me. It's just there's a reason it's the cheapest on a menu. <laughs> like, I'll get a turkey sub or a steak and cheese, even though it's not real steak. But yeah, this is like uh, hickory smoked base- bacon, smashed avocado with sea salt, MVP Parmesan vinaigrette. Oh, like uh, sounds pretty interesting. All American Club steak Cali fresh. They could go for a little menu refresh. Yeah. They are the fresh. They, they do brand themselves as they eat fresh, man. Got to keep that menu fresh, too. But when I when I heard that news that there was 0% tuna, uh, I immediately thought of the Seinfeld episode where uh, they test the guy's yogurt stand. And like he, like everyone's like just crushing this guy's yogurt, but it's like actually has mad fat in it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's very similar to that. <laughs> it doesn't surprise me, but I figured tuna would be at least like tuna's got to be the easiest. I, I I don't know if I believe that because no, like because they said it's just so tuna cheap. And mayo, which makes sense. Because like you, because I've I've been to there's just when I used to go grocery shopping when I live in St. Henry. It is cheap, but it's subway. You right? can get. You know, like the the like the two dollar cans. It's like a green and bluish can of like skipjack tuna in the in water. Yeah, you can yeah. get like a jumbo size of those, and it's like fucking cheap. Like I imagine, like why would you even need to like? How do you get it cheaper? Like I don't understand. You can get like fucking like a seventeen pounds of fucking canned tuna for like seven seven bucks. Fuck. I'm just convinced everything on their menu is fake. It's rubber. It's very rubbery. Yeah, yeah exactly. So have you ever I, had breakfast from there? Like a no, breakfast? I, I never have. I never plan Dude, on it either. They literally take like a like a you know like when you ever microwave an egg and it like you know they literally take what looks like a microwaved like flat egg. It's like it looks like a sheet of paper and they just like pull it out of a bag. Like it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> but I've eaten it so many times. No, man, I, yeah, I, it doesn't appeal to me in the morning. There's just, like, sometimes that I'm usually hungover. I just want, like, that bread smell. I just want, like, bread and sauce. Mm. Yeah. That's why I go for it, but it's a limited I time. I talk about now. this all day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was craving it the other day. I almost went, but uh, settled, for, settled for sushi instead. Keeping it... Uh light and breezy over here do i see that mark Wahlberg has a uh, fitness company f45 oh he does it kind of went public oh i put that all the way down the notes i forgot to read up on that I, this is like a <laughs> boxing gym or something it's got like a specialty fitness gym or something right i don't know the first article i pulled up from july 15th says mark Wahlberg backed f45 training struggles in market debut Austin, Texas-based company were off slightly to 1598. The stock's first trade was Thursday. I don't know okay. much about it, to be honest. Fast-growing fitness franchise, United States. 2,800 total franchises sold. Okay. It's probably just like a, a dope gym. 
Yeah, it looks like it looks like a team workout gym, kind of like uh, what's that? Uh, uh, that's not, yeah, I mean, not a good time to be going public with uh, with a physical gym. I guess you could say. Yeah, it's a, yeah. The motivation and encouragement in a group training facility creates a pulsing, upbeat environment where goals are met and exceeded. Those things are popular, though. Very popular, I know, and I know they, they, goes they cost to money. They're not cheap. No, 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 no. So is this like intense. a like a more specialized, better Planet Fitness? No, it it's similar? like. Uh, have you ever seen um, more like studio style? Yeah, they have like they have like uh, it, it's like a gym, but it's more like kind of like running and jumping and flipping tires and push ups and shit like that. But it's um, like if they're classes and you have you're in a class with like 15 people and you do like a lot of circuits and shit, but it's like very like high intensity training. Okay. I know Chooch loves it, but I, I forget what it's called. Uh, Orange, Orange Theory. Is, there's one in Montreal. There's like a bunch in Montreal. It definitely sounds more fun than just working out alone. Yeah, it comes at a price tag. And like I heard like you have to like sign up for the class and if you sign up and you don't go, they charge you like five bucks or ten bucks or something. Well late cancellation fees, a little blockbuster yeah. technique. Yeah. Yeah. So I, like I haven't even checked the stock out, man. I just forgot about this thing. Sorry, what'd you say? Like it encourages you not to skip because their classes get packed, right? So if you end up like mm-hmm. having like ten people book a class and then like you fucking sleep in and don't go, then it's like, well, fuck, like other people could have come, you know? Yeah, yeah I haven't even looked at it yet. I I completely forgot this was up there. I just remember reading about it. <laughs> it is. It does have a few spaces between it. I'll give you that. <laughs> There's also like another spec. It's it's called Next Door. It's like a social media platform. It's like what is this? Like four and a half billion valuation. It's like you can connect to your neighbors, like community stuff. It's like a local community, like specialized social media platform. I don't want to talk to my fucking neighbors. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like when you live downtown, like you live in a building, like you will never ever talk to your neighbors in ten years. But I think once you're on the suburbs, like, you you know, you get to know your neighbors. That's what you do. You, like, yeah. have a drink on the porch together. Yeah. I've Like, I think my rule, like, what I've, like, talked about this with Rose a bunch is, like, I, I want to know my neighbors and I want to be friendly with them. But, like, in the front of the house, you know, I know I don't want them in, like, I want to have, like, a maybe, like, a, a cookout once a year in the front of, my, like, in the street. But I never want them to come th- through the threshold of my doorway or into my backyard. I don't want to cross that barrier. Yeah, especially when you got a bunch of pot plants growing back there. <laughs> but apparently, it's it's a place where communities come together to greet newcomers, exchange recommendations, and read the latest local news. So it's just it's, like yeah, it's a bunch it's of literally fucking... a social media app, so you don't have to go like ring their doorbell and be like, "Hey, I'm new to the neighborhood. What up?" Yeah, you can exactly. Fucking creep them out online instead. Bunch of fucking rich white stay-at-home moms debating if they're gonna fucking vax their kids or not. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it, it seems like a little. Uh, I, I don't know. I would have no interest in this thing, but. <laughs> They get a lot of advertising, so it will probably be successful. 
I'm sure they offer local advertising for cheap. I'm oh, sure that's sure. their. That's yeah, a, that's like, oh, actually, yeah, the, that's actually the local smart. water. And yeah. that. that's so good it's idea. like they could off they could offer like you know if you're like the local pub or the local fucking like pickup food place or whatever you can just say yeah here it is wildflower cafe and eatery right fucking fresh and center on their thing and it's just instead of marketing why do you just put it on this thing and it's like oh yeah we love this place oh my god they offer great deals and they're so friendly the fuck am i talking about man amen I'm losing it I'm losing it over here <laughs> Yeah, there was some uh, other shit, like China's going crazy, cracking down on the Uber of China, Didi, uh, like banned it from the App Store. Now they're closing loopholes that are going to allow Chinese companies to list in the U.S. markets, going to be all in Hong Kong. Uh, yeah, just extreme caution when investing in any Chinese company, even the big dogs, even like Alibaba and that. I think those are okay because they already have a Hong Kong listing so they can... You'll have an economic interest. You could probably transfer the shares over, but yeah, pretty fucked up. And the uh, retail gets fucked again. Why don't we get out of here, man? Because I know you're COVID vaccine hurting. Um, I'm going to do some more drinking because I'm on vacation. Atta boy. Yeah. Me yep. Thursday night. On Thursday nights, I chill, smoke some dope. Ah, fucking. I'm going to go play. Mike Yell lent me uh, what's this, Horizon Zero Dawn. It's not my favorite game in the world, but it's pretty fucking good, I've got to say. So I'm going to go play that. So uh, from all of us here at the Business Boys, we appreciate you tuning in as always. And uh, we'll check you later. Peace out.